0: Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's Word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today.
1: Let's have prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us that we're able to come out once again and try with all that's within us, Lord, to deliver your message to those that's willing to hear. We thanking you, Lord, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I'm going to ask uh, Evangelist Turner to read 1 Samuel 18.
0: Uh, verses 10 through 12. Amen. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand at, as at other times. And there was a javelin in Saul's hand. And Saul cast the javelin for he said, "I will smite David even to the wet wall with it," and David avoided out of his presence twice. Verse twelve. And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him, and was departed from Saul.
1: Amen. Amen. Oh man, uh, God's protection. When God have a job for you to do. He has to give you the protection you need in order to give you time to perform the job that he has for you. As many of us have to grow into that. It's not something usually that you just, God just give you and you do. Most of us have to experience some things, go through some things, witness some things in order to be good servants, to do what God wants us to do. So, What God does sometimes with some of us, he allows us to experience things in life. He allows us to see things. You know, it's good to read about things that other people have experienced that include Paul and many other prophets and apostles and things like that. But, you know, nothing works better than when you experience them yourself. And it's not always pleasurable, but God puts us through something so that we can learn, learn as we go. Prepare. And I found that that's what God has done for me. Uh, My first experience with uh, the supernatural was right after my grandmother passed. She had passed, and I was very young. She was the one that raised me. Uh, My mother was very young. Uh, I think she was about 17 when I was born. And uh, so my grandmother took the responsibility of raising me. Well. Uh, my grandmother died early. She was uh, only 59 years old. But uh, when she passed, my mother had to assume the responsibility for me and my sister. So being young, of course, she still was thinking like a young person. She wanted to go and to the clubs and party and stuff like that. But what she did, she left my sister and I at home together, alone. And apparently, I was stressed as a child. And in walked my grandmother, as I said before, which had already passed, but I'm four years old. But I recognized her as being my grandmother. Really, it was just a spirit of God that set, that God set in the form of my grandmother. Why? It was because the Lord knew, the angels that was encamped around me knew, that I would recognize her, and I wouldn't be afraid. So she came in, and she said to me, James, where's Willie Mae, which is my mother? And I told her, I said, well, she's in the club. And she said, okay, you get back in the bed with Callie, and Grandma going to stay here with you until Willie Mae come back. Don't worry. So I climbed back in the bed, and I went to sleep. Uh, the next morning, very early, I woke up, and I'm running around the house looking for my grandmother, and I'm yelling at the top of my voice, Mama, 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 because to me, my grandmother was the mother. You know, my mother was more like a sister. But I'm running all over the place saying, mama, mama, mama. Woke up my, my biological mother, Willie May, And she raised up in the bed and said, you, James, why? What, what, are you, what are you yelling for? You know, I says, I'm looking for a mama. And she said, you know, mama died. We went to the funeral Saturday. You know, she died. And I said, no, she didn't die. She was here last night, and she told me that she was going to stay here until you return and told me to get back in the bed and, and with Callie and that she, was, you know, she would take care. She would look after us. Anyway, uh, my mother was uh, very uh, upset about that. She, she never left us alone again. That was the only time I can remember that she left us uh, at the house there without someone being responsible to look after us. Amen. Uh, I thank God for allowing me to see that. You know, I was very uh, matured at the time that God took my mind back to those days to let me see the first encounter with the supernatural. And then since then, I've experienced quite a few, even before I reached out to God and decided I wanted to serve him and and, 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 and make him my savior and, and 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 do whatever He had for me to do. But you know uh before that before I matured to that point, uh, I bought a home and uh, uh in that home, things was happening uh, uh spirits would come into the house and uh a yell in my ear and call my name out real loud and it would wake me up and I would get, I would be (laughs) terribly afraid. And sometimes I would even jump up, you know, and, and get dressed and leave my own home. I would leave and go to somebody else's house. Uh, Sometimes uh, a spirit would come and knock on the door so loud and my bedroom faced the entrance to my door. So I could walk to the window and look out and see, see the porch, nobody there. Sometimes I would, uh, just get up and leave again, you know, and go to somebody else's house. And I, I just didn't understand these things. I didn't understand how they work. I didn't understand what was going on. But like I said before, sometimes God allow you to experience some things so that you can see for yourself. I had a person to come in to tell me, say, well, you know, some people, some of these spirits, you know, that, that, that died, you know, they, they lived in this home before they died. And, and, and they think this is their house yet and they haven't left i didn't understand that either but but i was told what i could do was just change the appearance of the house you know do some um remodeling put in flowers and other things like that and and the those those demons or spirits or whatever you want to call them would just leave because the house was no longer familiar to them well i thank god for that And many other times, you know, I've, uh, you know, trying to be like everybody else and uh, not realizing that I wasn't like everybody else. You know, uh, God had a calling on my life and every opportunity, it seemed that he took that advantage of it. I would be out at clubs and I haven't (laughs) always been uh, 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 spiritually uh, grown as I am today. And there was times I went out and I partied. I I love people from, from Louisiana and I love the the Louisiana cuisine. And I would go to the Zotico Club and sometimes I would dance so that I'd be soaking wet, and you know, and I'd be drinking. And I, I'm sorry that I had to go through that, but I did, you know. But God was patient with me, patient with me all during that time that I was foolish. I was out there many times. I think I knew. I just didn't want to accept it because, you know, honestly, I enjoyed my sin. I enjoyed, I, I didn't do anything physically harm to hurt me. I, I got my proper rest, but nevertheless, I was out there. I could have been killed. I could have been dead uh, because some of the places I went in were not uh, uh, the type of place you want to go in where you figure you're safe. You know, uh, I could have, anything could have happened. But now I realize. God refused to allow me to get hurt or to die because he had a job for me. And God was just being patient, patient with me. And I thank God for being patient, you know, and I thank God now for being one of his chosen few. I mean, when I say chosen few, I mean those, what those people that has been blessed to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And that is really a blessing. That's a special blessing. If God has blessed you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost as the Bible gives it, as the Bible say, you are a blessed person. And even if God has put in your heart to reach out to him and, and just confess with your mouth and believe, in your heart, that Jesus is the son of God, that he was sent here for us to redeem us. You are a blessed person. You know, God, you just imagine all of the people that's in the world, and many of them have a calling. And God needs to be patient with them as well, because many of them was just as dumb as I was. So in order for us to get to the point where God can use us, His angel has to protect us because we are just foolish, and Satan plays his part too. Everything that the Satan does for us, or with us, is not uh, 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 without pleasure, you know, and he plays on that as well, you know, the alcohol, you know, the the pretty ladies, the pretty men. You know, he that He bring and allow you to see all of these things. The clubs with all of the flesh and lights, and 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 the water uh, uh, fountains that's, that's spewing up in the air, and it seems like the the uh, uh, lights are just bouncing off the walls, and, and people are just so fascinated by things like that. That's not what God require. That's not what God requires. A lot of the churches are doing that now. They are making the church. A social club, pleasing to the eye, you know, pleasing to the ears. Oh, man. You know, I've seen some people come to me. Uh, I've had some people come to me and ask me to attend certain churches because it's so beautiful inside and they got such beautiful people inside, you know, and how wonderful it is to, to come together and mingle and, and, and all the aromas that's there. But that's not why we're supposed to be going to church. We're supposed to be going to church for the glory of God. We are supposed to be going to church so we can be fed. But yet, the church is being used today, many, as a social club, uh, trying to outdress one another, you know, trying to appeal to someone else. You know, it's a sad thing. When you go to church, you're supposed to go to to glorify God so that you can grow. You know, uh, between the angels— and the Holy Ghost, they have quite a job. There's a lot of angels there now. There's a lot of angels, but you guys understand this. God have, oh, so many angels, you can hardly number them. You can't number them. But there's only one Holy Ghost. There's only one Holy Ghost. And can you imagine the job that he had? Can you imagine the job? That the angels have, you know, um, there's an angel according to scripture that's encamped around us keeping record of the things that we do good and the things that we do bad. You know, keeping a perfect record because there's going to come a day when we're going to have to give an account of things that we have done, the works we have done, the works that we have left undone. It's, to call, it's called the day of judgment. We had better make sure that we are right. Now, I was a long time coming. I was 35 years old before I got serious about serving God. I really don't feel good about that. But I thank God that he was merciful and allowed me to grow. Praise God. Allow me to grow. And, 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 and become the person I am today. Because it didn't have to be. There's many times I could have been dead, but for the life I lived, if you're out there and you don't, you're a single man or uh, some even married men, and you're out there competing with other men with uh, uh, the affection of women or vice versa, you're competing with other women for men. You know, and many of us, it's not just men that have this calling. Many women have a calling as well. You know, you have to thank God for being merciful that you are where you are. Thank God for loving you so much that He he's willing to help you grow. And a lot of times we're so silly. Oh, and and, and I, I guess we just we have we are dysfunctional. You know, we, we, we have problems uh, that we have to outgrow that we uh, uh, are spiritually, spiritually, we need to grow into. But thank God for being so merciful and forgiving for the wrong things that we do. Thank God for being so loving. Once again, those of you have found your way into righteousness in God. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. I'm going to ask you to think about this. There's even more. There's so, so much more in God that you can grow into if you just focus and try. If you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the way it's described in the Bible, don't give up. Because it's not God, it's you. Is something in your life that you are not willing to give up, that you are holding on to, and many people are doing that. You know, uh, maybe uh, you're in the alcohol thing, uh, maybe you're in the smoking thing, maybe you're, you're any kind of drugs. You can overcome them in the Lord, but you have to want to, God, you have to want God to help you. You've got to want this. And I mean really want it. I mean, and I don't mean just today. Every day you wake up, you're still challenged to attack this problem that you have. But it must come from within you. You must want to overcome these things that's holding you back. Your mouth, your attitude, you've got to want to grow. And if you can see that it has to be you, God will forgive you. God will forgive you. He really want to, because God loved you. He loved this creation, which is called man and woman. He loved this creation. And, and, and when he, 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 this was the last creation of God. And, and, and when he finished, he was so elated over what had been done. That he told, he's speaking to the the angels and all of the guardheads. Look, oh, look what we have done. Look what we have created. He was so pleased with the creation of man. And the devil decided that he was going to take advantage of that because that's the only way he can get close to God close enough to God to hurt him to make him uncomfortable It's by messing with his babies messing with his children throwing his prized creation moving them away from him now that is the one thing that he can do and he's doing it every day but I don't care what these preachers are telling you, that all you got to do is believe and now you can't be lost. It's a shame that they will tell you simply because you believe there is a God. You believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You believe in the Holy Spirit. Now you can't be lost. We have free will, brothers and sisters. If we decide we want to move away from God, we can. And if your life is not conducive to that of being a spirit-filled person, the Holy Ghost will not live for long in an unclean temple. And if you haven't reached that point yet, I'm talking about where you're spirit-filled and you're just saved, you're just saved, you believe and you're saved and you've been living the best you can, and you've been repenting for anything that you've done wrong, you're all right. But don't ever let them say that you can't be lost. It's a constant battle. Some people say, you know, that it's easy to serve God. It could be if it was not for Satan. But Satan is there to kind of keep you off, off balance and make you justify your sin. Everybody doing it, you know, this kind of thing. Well, God expects us to sin a little bit, you know. You know, this kind of thing, trying to justify your sin. And they got preachers out there that will help you because they are looking after their welfare. They are looking after your money that you're bringing in, and if people tend to give better offerings when they're happy in giving. They're willing to to do whatever they have to do, say anything they have to say in order to keep you in that building so that you can keep them in a style of living they're accustomed to. Don't let Satan steal your soul. You have to fight. It's a daily fight, even if you've received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You have to fight daily and remember God is a forgiving God. If the devil should get it, take advantage and you should happen to fall for a, a second, a minute, repent as soon as you remember that you went gone wrong. Repent. Keep that repentant left in the devil's face. Keep punching him with repentance. Keep punching him with repentance. Our Lord, forgive me. Repent. No, and don't put it off until tomorrow. That's another trick of the devil. Repent in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. I hope somebody's heard this podcast, Lord, and was uh, convicted and, and feel like that they can move up and they can do better. Don't let the devil get, take advantage of your weaknesses or the weaknesses of man. Because you've got God on your side, even though we have thousands, and millions of angels around fighting and working for God, you still have a responsibility. They are not going to make you stay in God. But they'll walk away once they find out that you are not what you're supposed to be. You're not trying. You're enjoying sin too much. We're thanking you for this, Lord, this opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rochelle, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharan, Texas, or cash app, dollar sign, FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign, FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at Turnerman at yahoo.com. Turnerman at yahoo.com.